0: Damn what film? No. God damn it. Delmet. Delmet! <laughs>
1: God.
0: Damn it. Me for fucking up that line. Uh Brad Pitts abs. Yep. There you go. There you got you got it. Fucking, uh, Holding the fucking
1: hair dryer up like oh a my gun. God. Just heating up them abs. God damn. <laughs>
0: What a beefcake! My God! What a what a lean piece of meat beef he is!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to the review review <laughs> show where we only talk about Brad Pitt. Yeah, uh, how much you want to fuck him? <laughs> Better than I guess an inanimate egg sandwich last week. Yeah, right. there
1: you go. What now the... we'll give you some real eye candy, ladies.
0: That's right, baby. Yes. Uh... I'm short of the Max Extreme. Hey, I'm JD3K. Today we are doing a flashback. Flap, flap, flashback.
1: flap flap f- flashback. Talking about uh, some ladies on the run That's with right. Birds of Prey from our last show. Now we're going to talk about some ladies on the run in terms of Thelma and Louise. The quintessential Louise yes. ladies on the run That's
0: right? movie, some would say. That is right. Uh, when we ba- went back and uh, did this review, this is the first time I've ever seen this movie. Yeah. And I remember liking it quite a bit. Yeah, I did as well, and
1: it shows in our review. Very good. Very that good. you will hear in mere moments.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. I. Uh, what? What? What was this? Of. Uh, um, uh, even why? Why do we even bring this one up to review? Uh,
1: I think we did this back originally. in March to do like female-centric movies of the 90s because M- Captain Marvel was coming out.
0: That's right. That makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah.
1: Which I think we're going to do an, a version of this for the 80s when uh, Wonder Woman comes out. Oh, Righteous. I'm thinking. That for... sounds good. Yeah. Sounds be good. Fun. I, I don't know. I've always kind of wanted to see, like, those, uh like, Female, like like sixteen candles and shit. I've never okay. actually seen those. Like all,
0: like Breakfast Club and stuff like that too. I've seen
1: Breakfast Club, okay. But I'm like like more like ones where it's like very like female centric. Okay, like sixteen candles or like pretty in pink or something like that. Okay.
0: Okay, I've seen both of those. Yeah. I'd, I'd be fine reviewing them. Yeah. Because it... One or the other. Well, it doesn't need to be both. Or okay. But, like, some...
1: Like, female-centric, 80s... Yeah, I got it.
0: Female. I got it.
1: You know. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's like a movie where it's, like, very heavy on, like, a, mm-hmm. a female main character. Sure, sure. But then it's, like, in the 80s.
0: Oh, the 80s. Like, said.
1: imagine a movie where the main character is a woman... Uh-huh. But like it was it. a it was a okay. movie that was made between 1980
0: uh-huh. and 1989. Okay, so like in that decade of the 80s, like
1: yeah, like imagine it's 19, and then there's an Going eight,
0: back, like to the last millennium. Yeah, oh like God, it, that's it, a it's ri- one. You gotta think far back.
1: Yeah, think of like a decade where it starts one nine eight. Okay, and then any number. After that could be maybe a ten. Whatever. Not a ten not a (laughs) ten. Okay. But like between one and nine, if there was a number after that. It could be be any movie made in that year. But then ladies in it. Yeah, but then think like that there's also like a woman Uh who's the main character of the movie that was
0: made in that year. Oh, See, I didn't really get it until you just explained it to me like that. Thanks for yeah. mansplaining it to me.
1: Uh, well, you're you're welcome.
0: <laughs> I know you're still tucked from birds of prey, so <laughs> That's right, I want to get in there. I want to put me in coach, I'm ready. <laughs> oh man, we're going to hell. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, But yeah, so enjoy this uh, flashback review of Thelma and Louise. Yes. And we will see you coming up later in the week for for Lock and and Key. Key. Very curious on how this is all going to turn out. Mm -hmm. Have you you ever read Lock and Key?
1: I have not, but I know you and Ghost Hunter Dave hold it in high regard. Yes. So I'm, from what I've seen so far, I
0: am digging it. Okay. Very good. Would uh, you that be, could turn? Would you be interested in reading the first trade? Would you be able to get that done by Thursday? Jesus, you can say no. No, yeah, no.
1: Okay, <laughs> Troy, how long have I had that fucking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's Walking true. Dead. You have to finish uh, <laughs> Walking Dead three. I forgot. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Uh, yeah. All right, so, so, yeah. so very good. <laughs> Enjoy this review, and we'll see you later.
1: There you go. We'll see you on Thursday for Lock and Key, but right now, Thelma and Louise starting right now, baby.
0: The 90s are alive in all of us. They are. And strong women rule the world. They are. Put together. So put them together, and you got a Thelma and Louise. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's a recipe for a perfect movie yeah or is it we'll see. <laughs> we will won't we dropping may 24th 1991 mm. with a budget of 16 <laughs> and a half million dollars summer release <laughs> it domestically made 45.3 million dollars was not released worldwide oh, wow. well it seems like it made his money back it did It uh, more than doubled its money, so it made a little bit. There you go. A little bit there. Probably made its budget completely back. uh, And then maybe 15 mil. Who knows? Who knows how money
1: works? I'm surprised it didn't release this worldwide. It it doesn't seem like it needs to be like a regional type of film. I don't know. I don't
0: know. Maybe it just had such a small budget that they couldn't afford to release it overseas or something. Yeah. Who knows? I was uh, surprised MGM it was... put it on too. Yeah, I was surprised.
1: It's a Ridley Scott movie. I did not re- think Me too. that it was Ridley Scott. I did not
0: know that until right before we started recording, and I was I was writing it down. I'm like, Ridley really, Scott? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. And it doesn't even seem like a Ridley Scott movie when you're watching it either. Uh-uh. It's like
1: what the
0: fuck. <laughs> but uh, all right. Rotten Tomatoes has this thing at 84. percent Ooh, that's pretty high. IMDb 7.4 out of 10, and Metacritic at 88. percent So it's up there. Okay. It's up there. This was nominated for some awards. Really? Uh, It was nominated for the Oscar for Best Actress for Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon. Okay. They ran against each other in that category. Oh, my God. Best Director for Ridley Scott, Best Cinematography, and Best Editing. It actually took... The win at the Oscars for best for editing, best screenplay, oh, the screenplay.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, and it
0: won a golden globe for the exact same thing for best screenplay. Wow, yeah. Uh, want get to a, get a gander of that screenplay, yeah. get, a, get a gander on that screenplay. <laughs> uh, GT, what is a Thelma and Louise all about? Well,
1: we're following two women named Thelma and Louise
0: mm-hmm.
1: who seem to be. Kind of stuck in some dead-end lives, so to say. Sure. Where uh, uh, Louise, played by Susan Sarandon, is kind of stuck at a dead-end job as a diner waitress. Yep. And uh, Gina Davis, who plays Thelma, is kind of a stay-at-home wife to a real dopey piece of shit. (laughs) Yes. And one day they decide, let's get out. Let's... Just go out and, I don't know, go fishing. Right. <laughs> just just get out of here. Just go to the mountains. Go tra- yeah, just go travel. And uh, on these travels, they come across some circumstances that could possibly make them fugitives on the run uh-huh. from some certain law officials that lead to a cross-country chase
0: across the Southern wonderful west. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, everyone is pretty much aware of the ending of this movie, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the most iconic thing yeah. of the movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's been, like, satirized in certain ways. Mm-hmm. This That is the only part of this movie I knew anything about. Yeah, me too. Was the ending. Me too. And that Brad Pitt was in it. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I really had no idea... How this movie started, where it was going, why it got to that end point. Yeah. But uh, everything leading up to there, I thought was a
1: pretty fun ride. Yeah. No, I, 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 I was liking it all the way through. They mm-hmm. they definitely, uh, I think they take some liberties on like male characters in specific. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was, I liked it for the most part. Um, I don't know, like. I feel like tonally, there's some things where I was like, "What are you trying to say here?" <laughs> but mm. outside of that, I was I, I was kind of digging the ride all the way through. Mm-hmm.
0: I liked uh, that Shooter McGavin was played Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah, it was Thelma's like deadbeat oh my husband. God, I know. Oh my! I. <sighs> I love that actor. Christopher McDonald kicks ass. <laughs> I, he was the right amount of dick in all the right places. Yeah, like even to the beginning where she—I can't remember what his name in this in the movie—but when she yelled back for him in the in the house right at the beginning, yeah. he comes up and he's like, "Don't yell my name. You know, it just drives me crazy." <laughs> and she's like,
1: "Okay, like." And, like, he doesn't come off as, like, abusive. He just kind of comes off as, like, a dimwit. Like, mm. a dimwit and, like, like he, he would, like, be abusive if he had the balls to be abusive. But he's, like, not. He's just, like, God damn it, Thelma. <laughs> just stop doing this. Yes. And then she's, like, are you going to be home? I'm going to be home late. All right? God damn it. <laughs> Stop asking questions. <laughs> like, he does everything, like, butt hitter, where it's like, yeah, fuck that guy. Just go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> I also love He's like, well, everyone's not a regional manager of, a, of the, uh, the uh, freaking car lot yeah, or whatever. I thought he was, either. like, a carpet salesman or some shit. Oh, I thought he sold used
1: cars. Who knows? Either uh, way. I thought it was something involving carpet. <laughs> even better but yeah he does so much shit in this where he's just comes off as such a goof like he's constantly tripping over shit or dropping something and then Stuffing every time
0: in full pieces
1: <laughs> i want to talk about that later <laughs> but yeah every and then every time he does it it drives him literally insane <laughs> yes there's actually there's even a scene in this where like he's on yeah. the phone with felma and he goes to check his watch and it caused him to like not even drop the phone, but, like, almost drop it. He's like, God damn it! <laughs> like, he's so angry that, like, things just, like... Like, even when something just kind of, like, goes, like, strange to him. He's just like, son of a bitch! <laughs> like, he's so angry all the time.
0: <laughs> Only reason Thelma's even with him because she's just been with him since high school.
1: Yeah. Like, she's definitely just one of those where she's just kind of become complacent, where she's like, I don't know where I'm, yeah. I don't know what would happen to me if I didn't, if I wasn't with him.
0: Right. So it's like, all right. Right. Um, It's a definite, it's like a fun story where, like, it's kind of like the odd couple a bit, but they're still, like, best friends. Yeah. Like, Thelma and Louise, like, one's super tidy, and... Thelma's a bit of a mess, and uh, but they yeah. both love each other and they're best friends forever.
1: Yeah, they're definitely different, but you don't really know why they are the way they are until you get more into the movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Like little pieces flesh out each other's yeah. lives and stuff yeah. like that.
1: But yeah, uh, yeah, but like Louise is definitely the person that only lets people in a certain amount, mm-hmm. and then is definitely the one where it's, like, she needs a man
0: at all times. Like even, Not even when, that, but, like, just, it will just talk to anybody. Maybe she's cooped up so much, she just, yeah. any point she gets, she's just like, bah!
1: Yeah, like, she's super trusting, but you definitely, like, when me and Molly were watching, she was like, oh, yeah, she's, like, that chick where it's, like, she just needs a man. Like, mm. she's always, like... She doesn't. She's not comfortable unless she knows that she has a man that she can like fall back on. Like even when it's Mm. definitely looks like she's accepted the fact that she's not going to go back to her husband, then she's
0: like on the prowl. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that because I think she would be happy with Louise. Maybe, but like I don't know. It just seems like about even when there's like 30 minutes left of this movie. I don't think she's looking for any of that kind of no, stuff. No, she, no, no, like, no.
1: She I think she definitely gets to where she she takes on Louise's mindset more, but like in the middle there, like she's always kind of like, Oh, he's cute.
0: Oh, who's that guy? Like <laughs> Well, I think it's more or less to get away from shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> get I don't know. some something else out there.
1: Yeah, but I think what the movie tries to put across is that Thelma is what Louise was before what happened to Louise happened.
0: Mm. Maybe.
1: So it's like Louise is trying to instill in her like, well, I mean, what you're doing is not the best thing. And she's like, well, fuck you. I want to do what I want to do. Until they get to a point where she figures out what what Louise went through and she's like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah. You can see why she's a bit reserved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even like the person that she's with, like her her like boyfriend or whatever. Like I like that those scenes too when like they introduce Michael Matson as their boyfriend. Yeah. When like he goes and visits visit them at that hotel and like he kinda like throws his big hissy fit and she's like, Alright, I'm just gonna let you play out your tantrum. <laughs> like, God damn it, Louise! And he's like fucking like throwing shit around and shit. And she's uh-huh. just like, If you're gonna be like this, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> like, No, don't leave, God go sit down now i'm gonna stay here like i i love i love susan sarandon as louise in this because it's like she she almost kind of has him trained where she like kind of knows what he does yeah where it's like all right you're gonna throw a tantrum i'm just gonna wait it out until you calm down right but then like she doesn't like trust him enough to like be open with him she's just kind of like I think you're hot, and uh, (laughs) we're together, and, like, maybe I do have feelings for you, but I'm not going to allow myself to explore them, because the last time I was vulnerable around
0: somebody, some shit happened to me. Right. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, vibes of my aunt from Louise. Yeah? A little bit. Can you see it? I can see it. My aunt Sue? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> every time I hear your aunt's name I always think of Russell <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally inside <laughs> joke but yes yeah
1: well <laughs> I me and troy both worked at a grocery store in a small town and there was a guy called Russell that would always buy soda for the bar right next to this right next door and every time <laughs> every time uh his aunt Sue like waited on him at the grocery store he was like Thank you.
0: <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> every day, come with a big, like six pack of the twenty four ounce Mountain Dews yeah. and razors. Yeah, like every day. <laughs> Just like, all right, see you, Russell. Thank you. Soo. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be out of there. <laughs> Anyway, that's a Russell story. RIP
1: Russell. <laughs> man, he's been like dead for like a
0: long time, like yeah. 5 or 6 years now. He's Russell in peace. Russell in peace, man. <laughs> anyway, Thelma and Louise. Um I was actually surprised. No, I actually I guess I wouldn't be so surprised, but I was pleased. That this movie started out the way it did, and I immediately like fell into it. I'm like, I really like these two together. Oh yeah, they have like I thought really great chemistry. In fact, like I don't think there's any part in this that there is a weak character moment it, from anyone. Really, I, I I think I liked every. I think the weakest character in this only due to Gina Davis because I, sometimes I think her acting falls a little flat. Okay. And I don't believe her. Yeah. But I think that's like the weakest point.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm not I'm not too like taken back
0: by her acting. Like I think she's just kind no, of like I'm all like, there's like a few times where like she was like crying and I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> like that you're crying or sad. Yeah. Or something like that. But like I thought Susan Sarandon was like always on top of her shit. Oh yeah. Really good. But like I, I the charm of Gina Davis like overtook any shortcomings that I had anyway. Yeah, because I think she's like really charming in this and a total smoke show. Oh yeah, <laughs> she is so attractive Man, in this. Susan movie. Sarandon is like
1: the definition of a hot older chick. <laughs> <laughs> sure, like there's 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 a reason why she was in the fucking. Uh, that like Lonely Island song where like they were talking about mother lover where it's like, oh yeah, I could totally be like, if I was like friends with like Susan Sarandon's son, I would be like, I'm going to fuck your mom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Take that Billy Sarandon or whatever your name is.
1: Billy Sarandon. (laughs) Uh,
0: But no, yeah. Like,
1: yeah, it's just, I, they, they seem like a genuine, like, Female friendship kind of couple where, like, they bring out the worst in each other and they bring out the best of each other all at the same time. Right. Where it's like, there's sometimes where it's like, yeah, they're good for each other. And then, and then Thelma will go and, like, rob a fucking convenience store because of something <laughs> that happened to Louise, where I'm like, maybe they're not the best for each other.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I, I think know. at the point where they are on the run, they're just doing whatever it takes to, like, get by. Yeah. So, like, being what's best for one another is, like, hard to argue because it's, like, yeah, it's probably not the best thing to do, but, like, they're desperate. Yeah.
1: No, I think definitely, like, kind of the theme of this whole movie is, like, because I think there's, like, a, there's a sense in this movie where I feel like a lot of, like, the men in this movie are incompetent, but I think it's done in a way where it shows that they're surrounded by a bunch of men... That feel like they know what's best for them, and they're like, "No, yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm happier doing this stuff." Mm-hmm. And you're over here being like, even like I like Harvey Keitel's character in this, where he's like kind of like the policeman that's always trying to convince them to come back. Where it's like, "Look, I believe you that this is self-defense. Just come back here. We'll work this all out." And right. then they just keep getting, they just go keep going further and further down this rabbit hole, where he's like. Look, you're making me run out of options. I'm trying to help you, but you're doing more and more shit where I don't even know what. Like I if you come back now, you'll be fine. I'm on your side. I will make sure you're fine. And they're like, "No." Like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" But I think he's like a cool character because it's like he's help, trying to help them with all the best intentions, but he's still operating on the idea that he thinks he knows what they like what's best for them. Uh-huh. And he, but he still doesn't. Mm-hmm. Where I think that's like kind of the ongoing trend where you go from like the worst of the worst where like the guy that's trying to rape Thelma where it's like, oh, he, she wants this up to like the guy that has the best intentions where he's where he's like, I don't want them to be arrested, but I want them to reintegrate back into like their lives that they had before
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's like no one besides Thelma and Louise know what they want out of their lives.
0: Yeah. And I don't even think they know until, like, it's too late. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, it, I Um. I was saying, like, I love where this started because I love seeing their, like, back and forth, and they're just planning on, like, getting away for the weekend. Yeah. And, like, that's it. Blow off some steam. Yeah. That was, like, the main point of it. So they they end up just stopping at this bar, right? Yeah. And they're like, come on, just lay your hair down. Let's dance. Let's yep. friggin' just tie a one on. Get back out on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and but like that ends up going awry when uh the thelma gets a little too friendly with one of the patrons there. Yeah. And like ends up going outside to get some air and he follows her out there and tries to rape her on a car. Yeah. Which at this point I'm like, this got heavy very <laughs> quickly. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty lighthearted up to this point. Yeah.
1: And the guy is just like, You want this and just fucking hits her? Yeah, hits
0: her. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it's fairly graphic. You don't see anything. Yeah. But like he you can see him like try like
1: slowly like trying to pull down her panties and shit, where you're like, Oh god,
0: it's getting yeah. there. Yeah. And then uh Louise comes to her rescue, just pointing that 38 special up in yeah. his jaw. That's the thing that That's the thing that kinda threw me off, where it was like
1: Thelma seems kind of skittish about a bunch of things. And then they just throw in this scene where she's like, so I brought this gun. And then like even like, Louise is like, why? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I just brought it. For plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's like, yeah. I just brought it. You know, I don't I, I don't even want to touch it, but I brought it with me. Or like, right, okay. It would make more sense for Louise to own the gun. Yeah. But I feel like they kind of wanted to do like a thing where it's like they... Can tie themselves together where it's like Louise kills the rapist with Thelma's gun.
0: Yeah, where it's like you know, now, I, now they're both fucked. Yeah, I get how all that goes together, but like I that would be like the one thing where it's like well it doesn't make sense. But like oh I feel well.
1: I feel like they tried to explain it where like when they're getting ready to to leave, Thelma's raising all these questions and then trying to introduce a bunch of these things where like Louise is like just fucking calm down, Thelma. We're not. We're, this is going to be a pain if we bring this with us or we bring this to the point where like Thelma's like, well, if you're not going to let me take these things and I'll at least bring the gun. So we have some sort of protection. Like she's like, I think she like wanted to bring
0: like a, a lantern. Yeah. She
1: wanted to bring a lantern. She wanted to bring a bunch of things. She's like, well, you don't know who's out there. Right.
0: And well, that like, lantern never comes back into play. Yeah. <laughs> it's a total red herring. Yeah, but I, I think, that, yeah, like, that whole, like, first scene, like, she just
1: brings up, like, a bunch of things where it's like, let's just bring this just in case. And she's like, no, because it's just going to clutter up, like, the little space we have left in this car. So right. she's like, well, if you don't let me bring a lantern to, like, look for intruders, I'll bring a gun and just fire it randomly, I guess. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: So I feel like they tried to explain it, but it was, like, yeah, it was a little sh- kind of a shady way of, like, trying to introduce a gun.
0: Yeah. It, I, I don't know. It happens kind of just, like, as a throw-off thing, and you kind of yeah. forget about it until you're, like, going back and trying to, like, explain it, like, yeah. on a podcast. I mean, yeah. It's like,
1: why did they bring a gun? Yeah. And they, like, still address it where they're just, like, why did she bring, like, even, like, when they like, the cops come into her house and, and search it where it's, like, Why'd you take the gun with her? yeah <laughs> it's like okay, whatever yeah sure, they brought the gun
0: yeah, whatever. so anyway, uh the Thelma gets rescued by Luis there and then Luis and Thelma are leaving and then the guy like cocks off to her yeah and like I think he she, I think he calls her the C word or something too yeah and so like she just has enough of it and shoots him. Like, yeah. at, but at that point, like it feels justified because yeah. he just tried to rape this chick yeah. and then is talking shit to him after when yeah. they're trying but to they're get out of But they're walking away. Like she didn't have to
1: do it. Like you find out probably why she did it yeah. near the end. But yeah, they're, they're walking away. They're about to take off. And then the guy just like yells, like something where she's like, you know, what, fuck this and just kills him. Right. Where it's I, like you had to go that far. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah, she was getting raped, but it was like you guys were on your way out. You you prevented it, and then, like, he just said something where it just set her off, and she killed him. Like you find out why she did, but it's like,
0: whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I guess I didn't necessarily feel like it was such a huge leap. At the. At the given point in time, and then going back and, like, thinking, like, oh, well, she's got all this baggage leading, in her life, kind of, like, leading up to, like, this moment. Yeah. It's like, I could see that being a thing. Like,
1: you definitely get a feel, like, Louise has gone through some shit. Like, even when they talk about, like, she's, like, completely avoiding going through Texas, even though, like, it'll, like, cut their trip in half. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like why don't we just go through Texas? We'll be in Mexico, like, tomorrow. Right. He's like, we're not going through Texas. It's like...
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: Okay, well, then, fuck.
0: This is gonna be a <laughs> long fucking suck. trip. <laughs> but then, uh... Because they shot a man, now they're on the run because they realize right after they did it, it's like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I immediately regret <laughs> <laughs> this decision. Yeah.
1: And, like, even, like, Thelma keeps bringing up, like, if we just go to the cops and tell them what happened, like, they'll probably... Let us go. And she's like, no, it won't happen, blah, blah, blah. Right. So you... I don't know. Like, yeah, they they have, like, small things throughout where, like, you can kind
0: of piece together what might have happened to her. Right. But uh, they end up going on the run in, mm-hmm. er, in uh, Louise's Thunderbird convertible. It's a badass fucking car. It is a pretty sweet car. <laughs> and I want to say there's a few shots in this where they film them driving in the countryside and it's I think shot very well yeah this makes like the southwest
1: look fucking badass
0: yeah and I just in general I think this had really great looking shots and cinematography yeah and like I usually don't notice that kind of stuff but there were like a few sweeping shots there's one that I can just kind of remember where it's like they're on the road. And it's like a kind of a three-quarter profile of both the women. And then they kind of pull ahead in the car and the camera swoops down just to catch, like, the Thunderbird logo on the back of the convertible before it speeds off all in one shot. Yeah. And I'm like, that was a really cool shot. There is some pretty sweet camera work in this. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was digging it. And I'm just like, for a road movie, like this is a lot of good looking shots. But then you're like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh yeah, Ridley Scott directed this. He probably <laughs> has a few decent people on this yeah. kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, cut out the scene where the aliens come out
0: at one point. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> one thing I wanted to bring up before I forget, like the band singer at this bar that they were in. Yeah. Where they got accosted uh, in the parking lot has a pretty rad ponytail and yeah. i'm pretty sure it has a scrunchie. In it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't let that slide. I got to yeah. point that out. Oh yeah.
1: The line <laughs> dancing in this is
0: phenomenal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, also they got their drinks very quickly in that bar. Yeah, that place was packed. Yeah, it was like they ordered like a wild a shot of wild turkey and a beer chaser. Yeah. And then it's like Okay, and what can I have for you? And then that drink was already coming from Thelma as in. No, I'm like shit. what bar is this ever happened I know. in? That that place is packed.
1: And she's getting her drink now. Right away. There's I'm probably like, like thirty or forty people
0: waiting for their drink. I don't for, think so. These two are in a hurry. We better get them their beard shot right yeah. now. Um Now, granted, when this uh murder happened, like I it spurred off like their whole fugitive run. But like yeah. I actually I like I said, I had no idea what went on in this movie. I had no idea like rape was a part of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> murder. Yeah. like I'm like, what the fuck? I never expected yeah. to get this heavy. I guess I kind of thought that like, the
1: whole thing was them being like robbers or bank robbers or right. something. I
0: kind of thought the same thing. Yeah. Which kind kind of happens. Like,
1: yeah, but near they only the do middle. it like
0: once. Yeah. Like,
1: they not They don't they didn't even like go on like a crime spree. It's just no. like. They do like a few things here and there that makes them wanted. Yeah, that's about it. They right. They only they do like just enough so that they're both fugitives. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Because <laughs> like even like Thel- Thelma could probably get away scot free if she would have just like ditched, like, ditched uh, Louise outright. But it was like, well, no, I'll help you. And then she robs a convenience store for her
0: to get money. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm reading some of my notes. Um, oh, so anyway, while they're on the road, speaking of getting the money or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, Louise has the idea. Well, I'm just going to go to Mexico. I'm going to hide out there. My life is over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to withdraw all my savings and cash go to Mexico. I'll start over down there. So she withdraws all of her money from savings. Ask, uh, shoot. I just spaced on his name. Michael. Michael Madsen. Madsen. Thank you. Um, to withdraw all of her money and Wells Fargo it to her in this hotel at Oklahoma yeah. City. Uh, so she goes up there to collect her check, and not only does the check not there, but Michael Madsen is there himself. Yeah, he takes it, he brings
1: it to her personally. That's right. And then they have the whole. That's where they have the whole scene where he's like, "God damn
0: it." <laughs> Chuck and (laughs) Vance Yeah.
1: Yeah, All right, I'll let you play it out, whatever. Uh,
0: Nonchalantly proposes to her. Yeah. Uh, I know I love that where it's like, well, you wanna? (laughs) (laughs) But at this same time, they've also picked up Brad Pitt uh, that they've already run into like twice in this movie by now. And uh, Gina Davis is kind of getting... A bit lonely because Louise is off with Michael Madsen just yep. throwing shit in their bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> and then so she invites Brad Pitt in for a, a bit of a bit of a romp. Yeah. Which film is
1: so goddamn naive. <laughs> yes. In this whole movie. like it, it like drove me insane where I'm like, the dude tells you that he robs people. <laughs> yes. And then she was like, he's taking a shower right now. <laughs> I'm like, alone in your room? With our money? <laughs> well, yeah, call... but I mean, he's, he,
0: he, he likes me. Like, no, <laughs> baby girl. No, <laughs> like call her naive for whatever reason. I didn't see it coming either. And when they said it, I'm just like, oh shit, he is going to steal the money. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they get there. He's definitely gone with their life yeah. savings that they pulled out of there. Yeah, So now they're on the run. No money whatsoever. Yeah. They're hosed. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. So the only way they know – well, no, because they don't really know what they're going to do at all until Gina Davis is like, listen, I got an idea. Get your ass in the car. We're getting out of here. They go at – park at a – like a market or whatever, a convenience store. Yeah. She's like, I'll just be right back. Yeah. Goes in, does (laughs) the exact line that Brad Pitt said, this is how I rob a bank. And he does it in the convenience store. Does the exact same shit. I and I love it. It's, like, the most cordial way to rob anything. And yeah. I'm like, that is so sweet. <laughs> I know. I, I, that's the thing I like the
1: most about these two is that, like, any time in the movie where one of them is down, the other one picks the other one up pretty much. <clears throat> yes. Like, it, it most, it's mostly, like, Thelma being, like, depressed. Like, she's she doesn't know what to do with her life. And then uh, Louise picks her up. And then when they get to the point where... Brad Pitt steals all their money, and then Louise is down. Thelma's like, well, I'll, don't worry, I'll fix this. And then that's yeah. when she goes and steals the shit. Yep. Where it's like they still they look out for each other. And I, that's what I like the most about their relationship where, yeah, it's like n- neither of them let the other one get so down that they don't feel like there's another option.
0: Yes. Uh, So at this point, the cops are also on to their game. Yeah. Uh, and so they've kind of pieced together. They're they're over at Shooter McGavin's house, like, yeah. trying to get information out of him. They're like, listen, we've tapped your phone. If she calls, just be nice to her. Oh, I love because that. because women love yeah. that shit. Women love it when you're nice to them. And then she calls, and he's like,
1: hi.
0: And she hangs, up, right hangs up. That was amazing. I loved that. <laughs>
1: it's like. I know that that's again, that's kinda like the whole thing of it where it's like men feel like they know what women want, and then it's just like, well, like, yeah, we know what we want, but we're not stupid. Like <laughs> yeah. we know when you're like trying to get something out of us. Right. And I love that shit so much. And then like I think like uh Louise calls and like Yeah, calls he, right yeah, back. Yeah, then he like picks up and he's like Hey Louise, what's? Can you put Thelma on? Just like, put the put the fucking cop on. The, like, the cops? What? There's no
0: cops There's no here. Co- just do it. <laughs> and Harvey kind of like, give me the fuck. Phone. It, just give
1: me the fucking fuck.
0: <laughs> 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 like,
1: they, like all the men in this just seem like so like kind of incompetent. But I love. But like, I feel like it has a purpose where they're just like, they're showing that these men feel like they have complete control of the situation. They just need to. Appease to these women, these women's wants and needs,
0: and then we'll just get them to come back to us. Right, but then it's like, oh, f- fuck, we don't know what we're doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I also like near the end of uh, that whole kind of scene too. Is that like they pan back uh, to. Thelma and Shooter's house. Yeah. I, I wish I knew his name, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. And like all the cops are in there just watching TV. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love that scene that when was they're funny they're, as shit. There's like some scene where they're like watching some like old romantic. Yeah. Film. Right.
1: And then like fucking Shooter McGavin tries <laughs> to turn to the ba- to like the game and they all just turn back and look at him and he turns it back and just like rolls like
0: what the fuck man. <laughs> I don't even have my own house to myself. So, right.
1: <laughs> oh man. Like there's like a, like the last time you see him he's like in the house and it's like Super dark, and he looks like a madman. Yeah. Like this whole yeah. scenario has just driven him insane. Driven him crazy. Like he's like staring, like straight ahead, like, Ugh. <laughs> 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 like what is, what has happened to you?
0: Yeah, he's falling apart.
1: <laughs> but I, oh my god, I love it. Like that, especially that scene when like Harvey Keitel first shows up, and he's like, "You're stepping in pizza," and he's like, ah,
0: "God damn it!" <laughs> Um, then I, I also like how, uh, during back on the Thelma and Louise side, during their whole trip to get down to Mexico and all their other exploits, they continue to bump in to this trucker, oh, the horny trucker guy, the horny trucker. He is amazing in this. Like he is amazing on <laughs> how gross and stupid he is. Yeah. But every time, cause I like how it's set up like oh, we should just, like, uh, follow this trucker, because they're great on the roads. They're great drivers. Yeah. Like, they pull alongside him, and they, like, go to wave, and he's just, like, doing the V yeah, all like, around his mouth. Like, <laughs> and they're, like, jerking his truck off Yeah, he, and like,
1: puts his hand out and starts jerking off the fucking...
0: <laughs> the door of his truck. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, God. And they run into him, like... Three other times in this movie. Yeah, and then the
1: last time they do is, like, they just, like, get him to, like, pull over so they're like, hey, so what do you want from us? Uh it's like... (laughs) Like, he... They, like, kind of, like, appease him where it's like, oh, do you want to fuck us or whatever? And Uh he's like, yeah! And it's like, Uh oh, that's that's what you want? And then, like, like, they're, like, so forthright with it where he's just
0: kind of weird out where he's like, alright, uh... (laughs) whatever yeah <laughs> would you would you do that to your daughter or your wife or your mother and he's like what hey, this is weird you guys <laughs>
1: it's like you i, I want to like pick i like just picture him just doing that to any woman he sees on the road <laughs> yeah we like hey you want to fuck <laughs> 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 oh, look at my tongue uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: like an old fucking dude too where it's like does that did that did that ever work? <laughs> it takes off a wedding ring once, so it has to work at least <laughs> once, right? At least once. <laughs> That's how he met his wife. <laughs> yeah, he just hung his head out the window. Oh, just... look at that! Look at that charming man's tongue. <laughs> I want to get to know him. <laughs> it looks like he he may be proficient in cunnilingus. <laughs> I should marry that man. We have so
1: much in common. <laughs>
0: but, uh, yeah, they end up getting the best of him, don't they, JT? They blow the fuck out of his truck. Yeah. Well, blow it up. They don't blow his truck. <laughs> right. <laughs> as much as he was jerking in that truck off, he yeah, it, it does not it, have it a not, penis yeah. to blow. Yeah, yeah. It only blew his load
1: when they shot the tanker in the <laughs> right. back
0: and exploded. I also did not expect that to happen. Yeah, it blew up like a fucking a bomb. <laughs> that thing went up. It went up, only to attract the attention of more police. Yeah. Uh, in a helicopter, mind you. Yeah. Oh, we didn't bring up the the time
1: when they got pulled over. Oh yeah. And oh then, yeah, that they, happened like right before. Yeah, this. Yeah, the time they got pulled over and they put the. Uh, the trooper that pulled them over in the, in his trunk when they pulled a gun on him, And then the weird scene out of nowhere, where the black (laughs) bicyclist is going down the road and hears him bang on his trunk. (laughs) So he goes over to the bullet hole in the trunk that they shot in it for air holes and just blows weed smoke in it. (laughs) End of scene. That's it. That's it. That's all. No that context to no. anything else in the story. Nope. You're just watching a black dude smoking weed on his bike. Right. Pulls over just to blow some weed smoke in the in the air hole.
0: Right. Never followed up on. Nope. That's the end of that's that. The only that's time the arc. you ever see both the bicyclist and the finger of the trooper. <laughs> right. Uh. So then, it's pretty much a. Approaching the end of this movie by now. The cops pretty much have a caravan of policemen waiting for them. Uh, Harvey Keitel is in the helicopter, as well as uh, the other actor. I've seen a ton of stuff, but I can't remember Oh, yeah, he's been in a bunch of shit, but I can't remember him. Yeah. Um, And they've got like 40 cops all pointing automatic weapons at these two women in a convertible. I know. (laughs) That's all... Overkill for two women. <laughs> right. At the most that have a 38 special. Yeah. That's it. And so they got them dead to rights. And this is where the iconic scene comes in. It's like, well, should we keep driving? Yeah. And then they hold each other's yeah. hands. It's
1: almost like, why don't we just keep going? Yep. And they're
0: like, yep. They hold hands and then they drive into the Grand Canyon. <laughs> right. All in all, I thoroughly enjoyed this watch. Yeah. Uh, I... I had no I, no expectations whatsoever and I think that it set them pretty like it set them pretty high. Like okay. at, when after I watched it, I was like, "Okay, I really like that. I could see why this is like a very classic piece of cinema at this yeah. point." Um I had very little flaws with this movie. Okay. Um I would I would recommend it to pretty much everyone. Yeah. It's fair. It's more adult than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like, I knew going in it was rated R. There's a pretty
1: sexy-ass scene with Brad Pitt and Gina Davis. Yes. Where I was like, I'm getting a little turned on. (laughs) Like, when he's, like, he's, like, Uh hovering around her panty line where I'm like,
0: Oh my god! This is pretty fucking is, hot. I'm getting, is it getting hot in here? I was—I di- was digging it. Am I beating up? Am I, Yeah. Somebody give me a towel. Yeah. I almost—I <laughs> almost, uh, almost took Molly Pop in the back room. not gonna lie. <laughs> Can you be Gina Davis for a minute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I—I I really enjoy this movie on this on this watch. It's a—it's a fun watch. I—the I, only complaint I really have is I feel like.
1: In terms of tone, I feel like it, I wish it would have picked Elaine a little more, but out, so? outside of that... How so? Like, I feel like... I feel like it tries to be comedic, but it never goes completely comedic, and then it tries to be dramatic, but never goes completely dramatic.
0: I think... It, I, I don't know. I thought I wrote that line fairly well. There's only a few points, though, where, like, big things do happen in their lives, and, like, the next scene, they seem to have just brushed it off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm kind of about, where it's like, I feel like, I feel like they would have, wish they would have gone full into, like if they're, in terms of like a scene, like they go full comedy or they go full dramatic, Uh like I don't mind if they do that shit, but like, I feel like they were like, "Eh,
0: we'll ease into it and then we'll go into something else. Right. Oh, I don't think we even said that um, Louise was... Uh, oh, yeah. Raped in yeah. Texas. The whole Yeah, the, the reason why they don't <laughs> want to go
1: to Texas is because she was raped in Texas, and that's why she's, like, all about, like, no, we're not going to go to the cops because they'll never believe you, or you definitely get the feeling that, like, she was raped, she went to the cops, and they were like, nah. You have no proof. No proof, and then she was... That's why she always keeps people at a certain distance.
0: Right, and really got on that guy who attempted to rape Velma. Yeah, Belma. yeah.
1: When th- like, that. that's why I kind of... uh when it all ends, like, you definitely get the feeling that Thelma kind of goes, sees Louise's point of view more, but I feel like they never get to where Louise sees Thelma's point of view more, Well, I feel like they kind of, I wish they would have gotten to more of, like, a medium, grant like, uh-huh. met in the middle more, where, like, Louise does see that there is good in people in a certain way. Yeah. But I feel like they both go to Louise's side where it's like, yeah, fuck dudes, we got each other. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't hate it. Like, I think it's it's a cool arc for Thelma where she's so boy crazy. And then she, when she gets to, like, yeah, it, it does. it is pretty hard to trust someone that you've just met.
0: Right. <laughs> and I, I also, uh, I like near the end where Thelma is really coming into her own person. Yeah. And she's like, even she even, like, notices herself. She's like, have you ever felt, like awake because this is the most awake I've ever felt in my life
1: yeah there's another cool line in there too where uh I think louise is like I didn't never i never knew how crazy you were and she was like well I've always been this crazy i've never been able to be myself uh-huh. where it's like yeah that's like that's cool where it's like they she's getting to this point now where she feels <laughs> more like herself than she ever has especially mm-hmm. like knowing that she's been with shooting McGavin her whole life. (laughs) Like, feeling like she has to, like, live, like, this... This housewife kind of thing. Right. Like, I also kind of like how they look in the beginning as opposed to how they look at the end where, like, you see that Polaroid they take with each other Uh where they look like Stepford wives, pretty much. Yeah. Like, Louise has, like, that fucking, like, shawl, like, tied around her head with the sunglasses. And Thelma has, like, the lipstick with, like, the... Perfectly permed hair, hair. Yep. and the fucking, like, V to, like, show, like, her cleavage. And then at the end, they're, like, they're pretty much wearing clothes they've stolen from guys throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Thelma's wearing the fucking trucker's hat. And yep. Louise is wearing uh Brad Pitt's hat that they stole from him. Mm-hmm. Like, they've legit turned into what the trip has turned them into because they're all, they're wearing clothes they've stolen throughout the whole movie. Where, like, they've definitely come into their own... Based solely on this trip, yeah. So I think that that's that's a really cool ending for that.
0: Yeah, and then knowing there too, like when they're pretty much like, got, like are dead to rights with <laughs> under that firing range that they have going on. Yeah, they're like, we can either turn back now. And end up in jail or probably even worse, end up back in the positions we were before we left. Yeah. So like why would we wanna do that now that we've lived so hard? Yeah. And go back to that. Yeah, like
1: yeah, like you said, even if they didn't go to prison, they did find a way out to where they could go back to the lives they had. They would just be looking back on But remember when we were actually like living?
0: Yes. <laughs> like why would we yeah. wanna
1: why would we wanna subject ourselves to what made us like depressed our before this
0: right so yeah i i i think it's a fitting ending for what the movie is yeah uh i'm glad they stopped it while they were in midair and didn't follow the crash <laughs> all the way down because that yeah. would have been like oh no yeah you could just you could just make believe
1: that the car grew wings and they flew away <laughs>
0: yeah like what we said it just has the same ending as grease <laughs> at the end <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie uh quite a bit. I yeah, if I were to grade it, I uh, grade it, I'd give it like a I I I think a solid A. Really? Yeah, I I quite enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, no, I think discussing it, I think you turned me around a little bit more. Like I I don't know, I I was just I think I was expecting them them to go more one way or another, and they just kind of stayed more in the middle, and I don't know what I was expecting beyond that, but. Yeah, I'll give it, like, a a solid A minus. I I really dug it, and, uh, yeah, I I like what they did with it in terms of, like, their friendship and, like, them driving each other to go in these certain routes to where they finally realize where it's like, eh, I'd rather be dead than go back to this (laughs) poor shit life.
0: Yeah, 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 so there you go, Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Great entry. Check it out. And it's, uh,
1: it's for free on Amazon Prime and Hulu. Yes. I happen to watch it on
0: Hulu. Yeah. So uh, do yourself a favor and check it out. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to join us on social media, do so at Review Review Pod on Twitter. If you happen to be a Facebooker, do that uh, at Review Review Pod on Facebook. Uh You can find us at our host site at reviewreviewpod.podbean.com, but you don't have to listen to just there. We are also on a multitude of platforms such as Google Podcasts, Alexa Devices, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. If you happen to be an Apple user, rate and review us there, because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show as well. If you want to write in, do so at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening again. We'll see you next time. And we're off.